This episode of the Intellectual Podcast has been brought to you by Audible.com. Audible.com has over 100,000 titles for you to download and listen to on your iPad, iPhone, Android, or really any mobile MP3 device that you might have. So if you're into audiobooks and you are looking for the absolute best, show your support for the intellectual by signing up for an Audible trial at audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. That's audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. And show your support for the Intellectual Network by signing up for the free trial with audible.com. You're listening to the Intellectual Network at theintellectual.com. And now, the Intellectual Podcast. Heidi ho. Heidi ho. Hey, hey. So hey, we're, ho. we're here. Hey. Hi, Steve. Hi. So uh, you're not a guest. You are my intellectual co-host. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> Glad to be here. You're a guest in the first episode. Yes. But I did I state know. in the show notes that you're my occasional co-host. Yes. So when I am lacking in a guest, we'll just chat. Yes. Okay. Like, like we're going to do like, today. Like right now. <laughs> like we were doing an hour before. Yeah. Without well, the mics on. We do a lot of chatting, so we yes. might as well record them and put them out there for people to yeah. listen to. So how, how have you been? Uh, very good, actually. Yeah. I started a new diet, so uh been day one. Uh, right. I saw to, a little bit about that online. Yeah. Um, I've been meaning to post what I've had to eat today. So yesterday I bought all my meals from this one place uh, that has all these healthy foods. And uh, I spent, I made sure that I only ate those meals and i did not deviate from that while i was at work i didn't go to what we call the uh oh god and the brain shuts down <laughs> mid-sentence you have a tendency to uh, deflate de the podcast deflate the podcast deflate it's called the the, it, the rotisserie of death we call it uh it's the it's this food machine that has sandwiches from a bygone era and mm. and snacks and things. the place where healthy foods go to die yes yeah <laughs> It's the island of misfit foods. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you're recording what you're eating. You're posting it online. Yes. And you're um, making everybody trainer, you know responsible for keeping you on task. Yes. Um, my trainer initially had me writing a food journal, and I would be reporting to him. So it was between he and I. Mm -hmm. So now I, if I do it this way, I'm including my entire community to keeping me intentional. Well, so. I think this, the key to success in anything is some accountability. Certainly. And I think the person we tend to be the least accountable to, oddly enough, is ourselves. Oh, sure. Uh, I'm the easiest person to lie to. Yeah. You know, you can always talk yourself out of something. Oh, sure. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Yeah, you're right. But. Um, Here, eat this. Nobody will know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I lost I lost like 100 pounds a couple years ago, and I, I was pretty happy about it. Yeah. And. You look great. Um, I did look great. I look great now, but I look like a lot more of me great. Um, <laughs> but um, I just look like I, I was very happy with my weight, but, you know, I wasn't getting any more dates and I wasn't feeling like it was amounting to anything other than just, oh, I lost some weight and I'm supposedly healthier. I actually never felt healthier because I don't feel unhealthy necessarily at the weight I'm at now. Right. 
Um, and I'm not a hundred pounds heavier now. I'm like 50 pounds heavier. So I'm still only halfway back up to where I was when I started losing weight, yeah. but, um, it, it never felt like it was such a big deal. So when I started feeling like I wasn't getting anything out of it, you know, uh, my relationship ended right as I was getting close to my target weight. Oh, there's a nice little sabotage. And then the 12 months following, I couldn't get a date. Um, it was just kind of like, well, why am I trying so damn hard? You know, and I was able to very easily to talk myself out of the good habits I had put myself into. Yes, I did. And it took that three thing. years. <laughs> <laughs> took three years to put 50 pounds back on, yeah. but I have put 50 pounds back on. Well, so. yeah, I, I did it quicker. Yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, what was it about uh, seven or eight years ago? I went on a whole diet and exercise regi regime, and I lost uh, a good amount of weight. I lost about forty, fifty pounds, mm -hmm. and I was really at my at uh, at a good place with my weight. But then I started working where I work now, where I just sit on my ass all day. <laughs> and I was working on weekends. It's dangerous. Where, you know, oh, very dangerous. They say don't eat in front of television. Don't eat while you're watching television. And that's all you do. Every that's day. all I do every day. And especially when I used to work Sundays when we have the NFL, and we're not allowed to leave the leave the building. So they're bringing in food to us. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's like me being force fed. No, nobody's forcing me. Okay. <laughs> You're brought to the trough. Uh, I'm, I'm brought to the trough, so to speak. <laughs> and it's all the wonderful fattening carbs that I love. Right. And, and I just put on 70 pounds and I was just, oh. Yeah. It's so easy yeah. to do. It really yeah. is. It's and, really you know, easy. You to called do. me the walking lab experiment because, you know, I'm diabetic. I'm, I've got sleep apnea. I'm lactose intolerant. I have tachycardia. I've got all these different problems. I take 15 different medications and it's just increasing because of my weight. So mm -hmm. I, I just looked at myself in the mirror and I just said, you know what? I looked at my high school year. I just had my high school's 30 year reunion. And I, one of the comments that I made was like, oh my God, somebody uh, took all the people that I knew and blew them up into, into <laughs> balloons. It's like those, uh, those uh, stress balls that you squeeze that has got a face on it. You squeeze it and the face expands. That's what happened. Looked like what happened to all the people. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, yeah, oh, gee, me, me too. Me too. Um, so, um, Dave's not just being an yeah, asshole. No. <laughs> oh, maybe he was being an yeah, asshole, but it's not just, it's not being. just him. That's being the asshole. It's, it's everybody else. So, uh, <laughs> I'd like to, you know, do things, with my life, like little, live a little longer, take a little less medications, not pull my rotator cuff trying to wipe my ass in the morning. So, Whoa, okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yikes. Sorry. So, what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> you think we're going to switch to the metric, metric system? Oh, um, good lord. I can't <laughs> believe you went there. I went there, brought a t shirt. Got that's just, souvenirs. That's just wrong on so many levels. I Steve. know. But, you know, it wouldn't be me if I didn't go somewhere totally inappropriate. <laughs> so did you take advantage of any Black Friday deals? Um, yes, actually, I did. You did? I did. I went food shopping. Um, it's amazing uh, how cheap a turkey is the day after Thanksgiving. Um, so, well, I guess yeah, I, did, I could see that. I... I actually went out and I bought uh, 
Thanksgiving uh, dinner for my family mm-hmm. at home mm-hmm. uh, after Thanksgiving because I had to work on Thanksgiving and we weren't together. Uh, so uh, we're going to do that tomorrow. So I was able to find um, a good-sized turkey for half price. So it's got a good deal on that. Um, smells a little fishy. No. Um, <laughs> no, it was a frozen turkey. It was. <laughs> it's a Costco frozen turkey. Well, the reason I ask is it's it's been pretty apparent, and I didn't participate in the madness. It's Black mm. Friday. My cousin... Like accidentally tried to go to Walmart Thursday night to Good pick up luck. something. <laughs> I guess he circled the parking lot for half an hour and then decided to just come yeah. home because he couldn't find mm-hmm. a place to park. He wasn't there for any Black Friday deals. He was just trying to get something like normal. But you know, there's no way in hell he was getting into that store. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I, I've noticed on the news because I've been working all weekend on our soccer project, um, on our soccer tournament, um. Apparently, people have been stabbed. And yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm so glad that I don't work retail. Like anymore. some woman, I think it was in Wisconsin, in a Walmart, like stabbed three people to death so she could get the last Xbox One. Wow. I mean... Where I, where in the world does that make know. sense? I don't know. It, <laughs> even, even on times when... Um, even Not even during those... Black Friday, not even during holidays. It's like grand opening of stores. I worked for uh, Radio Shack for many years, and I was in Oregon, and um, there was a offshoot called the Incredible Universe. Uh, they had several stores, and they went under. Mm-hmm. But this was the first store, and there was a line going around the building, people going in, and to the first 150. Now, this is back in 1991, 92 area Mm -hmm. so this was um for the first 150 people they had an opportunity of buying a 12 inch black and white tv and a regular two head vcr for 50 dollars as a package okay together okay there were literally fist fights on the floor of people wanting these piece of crap that probably wouldn't even last a year of a black and white tv combination with a just a regular Two head VCR that today wouldn't even bring you five bucks. That's just crazy. Uh, it's just amazing what well, people will do. Well, here, look here. Um, I'm looking at uh, New Seven for San Diego. Um, I, I don't even have to go to Wisconsin for a, a stabbing story. Headline: Man stabbed during Black Friday event at Carlsbad Mall. That's just just two, right over here. Just two miles from here. Spitting distance from here. Yeah. Says. Uh, Man was hospitalized early Friday morning after being stabbed during a Black Friday event. Just after 12.30 a.m., police received a report of a stabbing at the Westfield Plaza Community Real Mall. According to officers, an 18-year-old man who they identified as <laughs> stabbed another man in the stomach. Is that a outside- family name? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to put it on the podcast. Okay. Stabbed another man in the stomach outside the mall's entrance. <laughs> Reportedly then fled the scene on foot with another suspect towards the Movie Max Theater at the mall. Wait a minute, that movie that it's still oh, open it's a- for now until until the new theater opens. Oh, okay, because I just remembered that that was a, just a really crappy mall. <laughs> that was a crappy movie theater. And you're yeah. watching the video. <laughs> Got the video playing for it. Uh, it's weird. There's no video playing. I'm hearing the audio. Oh, there it. it is. Okay, now we got pictures. Scroll down. Yeah. Pause. Go away. We don't want to hear you. Um, 
It's weird, though. They don't talk about what he was trying to buy. <laughs> Probably an Xbox. Yeah, um, I guess. And that's just... A, that's I don't know. I don't, I don't know that anybody's worth stabbing for an Xbox One. I, I don't think anybody's worth stabbing for anything that I would want to buy. No. No. Probably not. No. You had to think about that? Well, I wanted to make sure I gave it a real honest answer. I, I'm scared to think what you would actually stab somebody over. And he's probably don't want to go there. I'd do it for PS4. PS4. <laughs> My cousin says the PS4. Okay. So, um, hold on a second. I'm going to pause this. All right, we're back. Um, little juice emergency for the three-year-old. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Stab juice. Any, I wouldn't stab anybody for any product. Like I might stab somebody over, you know, protecting my family or something like that. That but. okay. <laughs> As a form of protection, yes. As a form of currency, stabbing's pretty poor. Currency? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to buy that Xbox One. I'm going to stab you for it. Like that's... Well, no, it's that wasn't even currency. That was just, you know, I don't want you to buy it. I want to buy it. <laughs> that's like psycho. Uh, Some people should school, just stay home. Schoolhouse type stuff yeah. of playground crap. Yeah, I choose not to go out on Black Friday. No, um, I worked retail way too long, and I, I, I've learned to hate holidays. Uh, I just, you hate holidays anyway. Well, I hate holidays. Well, that's where I learned to hate holidays. And uh, and just the people in general. I mean, you just see the worst of people coming. You know, you know, goodwill to men, peace on earth, you know. But, you know, put a, put some, put a piece of crap on sale and all bets are off. Put a cheap, cheap piece of plastic made yeah. in China on sale and everybody goes nuts. Yes. Everybody lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very short trip for a lot of people, I think. Well, yeah. True. Yours truly. <laughs> yeah, I just can't believe it. I just can't believe people stab each other on Black Friday. It just well, every know, year just you the every year you hear a story or two about it, and it's you know, just crazy. And, and the uh, stampedes are unreal. I saw one uh, of those on the news. They lifted the gates, and the poor dude who had to lift the gate was just like. <laughs> Trampled just totally on by hundreds uh, of people pouring in the doors, steamrolled it's by like it. And, you know, when I was, I was a manager with Radio Shack, and I remember uh, our district manager saying, "Who here wants to, who wants to uh, try an experiment and be open on Thanksgiving Day?" And, and we were all looking at each other, said, "What are you freaking crazy?" Yeah, and they're doing it now, and it's they're great doing great it now. Thursday. This is, yeah, this was just um, just fifteen years ago when I was when I was doing that. So I. I thought he was outrageous then, and I still think it's outrageous now to, to, I mean, be with your family. This is when, you know, this is when you have the day off to, to be thankful for and be, be thankful that you have a family, that, you be, that you're healthy, that you're happy, that you're together, that you can gorge each other on, on food and, uh, and drink. Eat, drink, and be merry. And then tomorrow we shall stab each other over <laughs> over the cheap piece of plastic made in China. Yeah, the whole thing is just bizarre. 
It's bizarre. If anybody out there has any like fun, <laughs> fun, I use that term loosely, but fun Black Friday stories, you know, share it in the comments on the intellectual dot yeah, com. Like let us see, know about it. We, like, even if it's a negative comment, positive comments, whatever. Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I want to hear what everybody else's experiences are because I don't, I don't venture out. Like I just refuse to go into that. Yeah. But I know there are people who plan their plan their days out, hour by hour, store by store, where they're going to go, what they're going to get. Exactly. As someone um, who, as I said, I was uh, I worked for Radio Shack for many years. I worked for the good guys. I worked retail most of my life. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you something: the holidays is the. I mean, you think it's really bad shopping? Try you know working in that environment because you have to come in to to work. You you got to find a place to park, which is always you know miles away from where you want from where you need to be and then you're having to deal with every single person who comes in there and just because they're in your store they deserve a discount and i'm like yeah whatever i I don't care about you you're not my family i have no i have i have nothing invested in you Mm -hmm. yet you walked into my store with money so i should give you a break yeah it just uh, i just i just it's just totally disliked people. <laughs> well, f- for myself, for the last, gosh, going on 20 years, Thanksgiving has been about working the San Diego Surf Cup soccer tournaments. Sure. Um, so I try to spend my Thanksgiving weekend doing something positive and helping kids get sco- college scholarships and whatever else. But, you know, even there today Everybody at the finals, uh, nobody's ever been stabbed. But we have had some gnarly brawls and fistfights every once in a while. On a, at a soccer game? Yeah, soccer mostly because it's parents. Ah. The parents get a little crazy. Yes. And they start fighting each other on the sidelines. And, and sure enough, we had a, a little bit of a tiff uh, today. You know, I hear that Crosby, Stills, and Nash song, Teach Your Children Well, whenever yeah. I see Well, you know, a couple of years ago, we had such a gnarly fight on one of the fields that we now have to have on site on the last day during finals uh, a police officer that we pay for. To be on site to that's amazing to manage that that sort is of thing. so that is so sad that is so pathetic and that is so telling of our times it's crazy I mean, right is, it, it's, it's absolutely insane the kids it, it's there for it's for them it's the kids you know working their butts off you know trying to get a scholarship and also having a good time mm-hmm. I mean how you know how important is it your input you know to their performance. Let them do the Well, I always wonder about that. Aren't you yeah. supposed to be making an example for your children? Exactly. And you're standing on the sideline. Your 16-year-old is watching you beat up some other parents. Right. And the same thing. I just you saw know, it on a, like, uh, it was a peewee football game. And this guy comes in and just starts wailing on the referee. And this was a peewee football game. These kids were seven years old playing. And this dad getting irate over a call. For a peewee football game. I was, so oh. we've got that on one set of fields. Yeah. On another set of fields today, um, we had a, a Guatemalan team in a semifinal. And they didn't step in. And there were three Guatemalan teams in the Surf Cup, and there were like seven Guatemalan teams that participated in the kind of sister tournament. The now, are these local tournament. people who are from Guatemala? No, these or are these Guatemalans. These are people that come all from the way Guatemala. from Central America. Wow. They came up because they brought up 10 or 11 teams, they chartered a plane. They all wow. came up on the same plane together. They booked 150 hotel rooms. 
on the sideline of this one semifinal game, on the one side you have the two teams that are playing against each other, and they're by themselves. They're removed from the families. The families are all on one side. Three-quarters of the one side of this field was all dressed in red from head to toe in the Guatemalan team's colors, cheering their team on. They lost, right? And we were all we were all kind of joking around, like, boy, I wouldn't want to be the team that beats that Guatemalan team with all of those people on the sideline. Like, can you imagine the bum rush that'll happen, you know? But what ended up happening is all these Guatemalan parents and smaller players and all the Guatemalan people um, very uh, beautifully cheered the team that won, cheered their team for the great effort, and quietly left the field together. And there was like wow. there was like three hundred of them. Wow! And they were all just the most sportsman, polite. Maybe group. they were just. And I contrast know, grateful that, that to, they weren't in Guatemala. I contrast that oh, to no. these like two California teams oh, my battling gosh. it out late, a little bit later in the day. And a skirmish erupts between the parents of the two teams on the sidelines. Really like, paints a picture of the word like ugly really, American, you know? Yeah, it was horrible. Oh, God. I hate that. It just makes me, like, it, really It's embarrassing. Disgusted. It's really embarrassing. Yeah. We're, we're, it's like land of the free, home of the brave. Yeah, F so you, you can act like yeah. a complete asshole. Yes. Well, that's... That's your that's, God-given that's, right. If you want to well, be an asshole. Well, it's not God-given. It's constitutionally <laughs> God-given. <laughs> but look but yes. Jew. <laughs> hey, I'm a gino, okay? Jew in name only. Um So, in in that because I had no idea that that uh up until if it wasn't for Facebook, I wouldn't know that Hanukkah was actually falling at the same time as as I Thanksgiving. I you're a really bad Jew. <laughs> I, I, I my, some of my That's why we haven't friends, gotten anywhere in Hollywood. Right. No, we haven't. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm supposed to be your token Jew and and here I am. You know, <laughs> the atheist. Oh, oh, what a big help. Um, you know, I didn't know that, you know, this year, Hanukkah and Thanksgiving, you know, coincided at the same time until, you know, I saw it on Facebook. And I went, oh, why is that? So Hanukkah and Thanksgiving or Hanukkah and Christmas? Hanukkah and Thanksgiving. It's actually this week is Hanukkah. So it's, okay. uh, it's thanksgiving people were calling it. It's basically the story of the Maccabees had one turkey and they made it last for eight days. Wow. So... <laughs> That's great. You like that? Okay. I'm here all week, people. <laughs> You're not, thank God. No. <laughs> or at least for the eight days of Turkey. So um, so you got to listen to the interviews with Josh and sure. with uh, Johnny. Yeah. Josh was, was a bit short, but, you know. Yeah, jo- Josh, Josh was... Josh was, was fascinating. I he really was feeling just... his way out on... Being on the mic. Okay. You know, because he's, he's still working out his idea on what his show will be, you know, and he didn't want to delve too far into things because he's not entirely certain to, where he's didn't going. want to give it away. Yeah. So, okay. you know, we were, we were careful about how much we talked about because we want to leave a lot of that stuff for him to kind of reveal on his own show and, and, uh, explore. I can, and, and you know, in a way, I can understand that, but in, Really, I don't think it would really be that necessary because he's not really giving anything away because Probably. some people will be listening to this. Other people will be listening well, to hopefully that. Hopefully, everybody's and, listening to everything we put out. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> I mean, if, that's the know, goal. With me, I'm starting to listen to more and more podcasts and listening to almost 
all of the different podcasts that Kevin Smith puts out, a lot of the times you're hearing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, so. that's right. I've been a I've been a fan of Kevin Smith for almost 20 years, yeah. and you hear a lot of the same stories over and over yes. and over and over and, and over and again. What's amazing is that it's there's no deviation <laughs> to that story. Yeah, he's rehearsed them to he wow verbatim to the phrase like all the way down. Yeah. Um, do you watch the show Comic Book Man at all? Um, no, I only have a finite amount of time to actually watch television right. on my own. Well, there's, there was an ad. I, that, I do know of the show. Yeah. There was an ad that was running recently and Walter, mm-hmm. um, who I bought your buddy Christ from, um, Walter says, uh, Walt Flanagan. Yeah. Oh, cool. He says, uh, um, something really rare came in the front door of the of the shop the other day, and Kevin Smith goes, "Dignity." <laughs> <laughs> that could be at any comic book store. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so he he is a pretty funny guy. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm amazed at how he's a very quick wit. I really appreciate. Yeah. Uh, I, I've human. had I've had the opportunity to. Um, to see him in, in person and same here and, and muse and uh, not muse. Um, I saw him at comic con at a uh, panel. Mm-hmm. It filled up his, you know, the, the room that he's normally in the, the biggest room that they have there. And Hall this H. was Hall H. And, um, uh, this was when he had, he was, I guess, I don't know. He was involved with the show Reaper mm-hmm. and they showed us the pilot episode. I really enjoyed that show. I, I, wish I, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I saw him. Brian and I saw him up in Portland at the Aladdin Theater. It was him and Scott Mosier. Mm-hmm. So it was a smod cast. Um, and that was really interesting because it was mostly about Mosier, that, uh, that episode, wow. because Mosier's from Portland. So... They, they talked a lot about him, which is not the norm. <laughs> Normally, it's a lot of Kevin Smith and Mosier laughing along. Um, this time, it was a lot of Mosier and Kevin like just losing his shit. Well, I thought that was what's been interesting lately with the uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old is that uh, Kevin Smith has been working on his movie Tusk. Mm-hmm. So Jason has been taking over uh, the podcast. Yeah, doing the podcast by himself. Doing it, doing it by himself and just listening to this little knucklehead. Uh, you know the growth of this person, uh, which was absolutely incredible. But listening to him has absolutely no shame and has no limitations as to what he's going to talk about. Uh, the guy made him, the guy made his money and made his 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 fame by being the other half of Silent Bob, right? You know, being the really loud, obnoxious punk kid. You know, yeah. I, I don't think there's. At this point, why would he have any shame? Like it's like you know. No, I mean I, I am who I am. This is why I'm where I'm at, and this is why you know Kevin <laughs> Smith put me in my put me in all of his movies mm-hmm. because I, I he just I just run off at the mouth and I say stupid shit. But you know, every once in a while he he starts talking and you hear like chunks of brilliance yes, come out of the guy. That, <laughs> it's like wow, it's amazing. It's like what would have happened if you hadn't gotten uh, you know down that. It went to drug infused <laughs> no. haze for so many years, you know. But um, no, it's fascinating listening to those podcasts and listening to them talk, and they they are something of an inspiration for me, um, both from a filmmaking perspective, from a podcasting perspective. 
Yeah, uh, um, I thought it's just not really that they make the best movies on the planet. No, but but they, they've made know, a li- life made a livelihood life out of it. Yes, you know? and, I mean, and they make money. I mean, that to me is the is you know if you're going like, to go out to try to be George Lucas, forget it. Yeah, I mean, and Kevin Kevin's try. never trying to make. I mean, maybe cop out. He's never trying to make movies that aren't movies he wants to make. You know, he's always making movies he's he actually, wants to make. He you actually know? has been very adamant about how much he hated making that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's really amazing is that I heard the actual podcast where he was discussing with Mosher this whole thing, this whole thing with uh, this guy with the uh, tusk, with tusk, and how they came up. You know, at first it just sounded like you know a marijuana hazed, you know, rant that they were going on, just you know, giggling and laughing at each other. But you know, this actually turned into something mm-hmm. and grew legs and became. Uh, something viable became something alive. It was just absolutely amazing that he went this way, and he had so many ideas for Clerks Three mm-hmm. that he's going to do it. And he wanted to bring it to Sundance at the you know twentieth anniversary of Clerks, and that he was going to end it there. And he said that's and it's going to do the drop the mic and says I'm done filmmaking. I'm just going to be doing podcasting, and this comes along and it just became so organic and just grew from that. That's the type of filmmaker I'd like to be, mm-hmm. is that I, I just say, hey, let's do this. Let's have some fun doing this and show everybody how much and of how much we enjoy doing it by putting out a good product. Like that. And I think that's what we did this past summer. Yes. Yeah. And you and I are having that conversation before we started the podcast about what the next project should be. Um, you know, I, I think... Uh, I think we're on the right track, uh, character development, um, taking our time, not rushing ourselves and doing something Certainly. that we really like, you know, yeah. I think that that's gotta be the first part of any of it is we have to make something we're going to like, sir. So that, that I think is our, our focus going forward. So I'm looking forward to the next, next steps. Certainly. And, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and wrap up this podcast. Um, thank you all again for listening. If, uh, if you've just joined us, you know, be sure to check out the back catalog of shows. Uh, the episodes with uh, Johnny Dupre and Josh Bevier are both um, and the first fascinating one things to listen to. Yes. And, and the first episode with uh, Steve, you can listen to me really verbally abuse him for about half an hour. Yes. <laughs> you get a little glimpse of what our relationship is actually like. How long have we been friends now? We've been friends for um, 13 oh, years. Yeah, 13 years. My gosh. Yeah. So I don't know why you keep coming back. I'm a, well, you've seen my ex-wife, so I'm a glutton for punishment. So you met her so, one day and you already hated her. Yeah. You met her for 10 minutes and you hated her. Yeah. Yeah. She was not, a, she was not a nice woman. No. Um, but yeah, you know, be sure to I check out the back catalog. with her. <laughs> be sure to get, check out the back catalog. Uh, check out our other show, Sci-Fi Sunday, uh, which is a almost weekly sci-fi horror fantasy show. We, we review all the, the, the latest topics and the genre shows. And I'm on it sometimes as Steve's well. Steve's on it often. Yeah. And uh, we also have my original podcast, which kind of led us into starting the network, which was Voices in 93. Um, I made it for my reunion this past summer, my 20th high school reunion. And yeah, you didn't go to school with these people, but their stories are absolutely fascinating. Uh, it's not really about high school. It's about people living their lives after high school and how far they've come in 20 years. And there's some really, 
really interesting stories to be had there. So check out the other shows on the network. Make sure you keep listening to us here at The Intellectual. Yes, and also, please make sure, if you look down below, there's that place for the comment section. Leave comments. Leave, leave comments. We like them. Yeah, or leave, find us on Twitter. You can, find, you can yes. message us on Twitter. Twit me. It's at The Intellectual. That's with an X. Intellectual. Intellectual. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash The Intellectual. And we do answer. We do, And, you know, if you're going to be nasty, if you're going to make a snarky comment, Bring it on. Yeah, bring it on. Just don't put the Justin Bieber porn stuff on. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting so tired of seeing that stuff in comments. Just If you're going to send us porn, send us some good stuff. Oh, let's no. stop that now. <laughs> some of our shows are not. not our uh, family friendly, so yeah. we, we don't want to see that. Okay. But uh, yeah, you know, talk to us. We, we'll talk back. Believe us, we'll talk back. If not in the in the podcast, and certainly we will talk back and to you in the comments. And it's anonymity still. I mean, feel free to say what you want. Mm-hmm. It's the internet. It's the internet. It's it's the wild west. The digital without, west. It's the digital wild west with the digital tumbleweeds, digital cacti, and <laughs> see them tumbling down. <laughs> All right, guys. So until the next time, you all take care. So, Steve. Yes, Dave. Have you listened to an audiobook lately? What is an audiobook? It's a book read by a professional voice person. So you don't have to read the book yourself pretty cool so i don't have to be like turning pages at all not unless you want to be reading along oh you can read along to these if you wanted to sure wow so what kind of books can i get pretty much anything your heart desires at audible.com they've got over a hundred thousand different titles to choose from that's amazing they have stuff like the hobbit unabridged how that, cool is that who reads these books who well, narrates these books? In some question. cases, it's the authors. In some cases, it's just professional voice people who read really, really well. So it's it's not going to be somebody who I whose voice is kind of annoying. No, or it's not like, going to be like your Aunt Edna or anything. Like no, that. so you're not going to get like Fifty Shades of Grey read by Gilbert Gottfried. God no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Audible.com. You're going to have the best readings in every book that you download. That's cool because mm-hmm. I drive a lot. <laughs> So do I. And I don't have time to read. No, it's nice to be able to hear a book while you're driving. When you're not listening to one of our podcasts. Certainly. Listen to our podcast first. Certainly. Speaking of our podcasts, did you know that you could actually show your support for our podcasts and get a free audiobook download in the process? No. Yes. Really? Yes. It's not going to hurt, is it? I don't think so. How do I do this? It's very, very simple. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. That's it? That's it. You go to audibletrial.com slash T-I-N, and you sign up for a free 30-day trial with audible.com. You'll get a free audiobook download, and you've got 30 days to pick your book. And then you've shown your support for our podcast. How cool is that? That's amazing. So you can show support for the podcast Get an awesome audiobook to listen to 
And it's just as simple as going you, to and one you can single read easy any, URL. Any book that you want. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, over 100,000 titles. 100, You're going to be hard-pressed to find a book that isn't on audible.com. Wow. I don't know why I'm not doing it now. I think you should. We, well, should, we should go, so you can go well, do that now. Let's let's end this commercial now so I can download my first book. Okay. You go download your first book, and we're going to encourage everybody listening right now to go to audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. The T-I-N stands for the Intellectual Network. That's amazing. It's genius, right? It's genius. Audibletrial.com slash T-I-N. Go get your free 30-day trial today. Get some. Get your book on. Get your book on. <laughs> <laughs>